That's awesome. Is that <clears throat> that's so fucked up? You're listening to Walking the Room. What? I'm Dave Anthony. I'm Greg. What? No, 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 no. Let's not do this like Dave a fucking news program. Dave Anthony, and this is Greg Barrett. <clears throat> Our guest this afternoon is a gentleman you may know. <laughs> what the fuck? What if we just totally um, change the format of the show and just became like a serious news program? I think... I'm Greg Barrett. This is Dave I Anthony. Welcome to the program. People would welcome that. No, they wouldn't. Based on everything that people, they fucking heard. People hate like, this program. People need this thing to become something that's not horrible. I mean... They're cl- they're, Do you know what our like, show's like now? It's when it's... We're not the rush of heroin. We're like when you have to have it and you don't get high. That's what this is. For the people that continue to listen to this. You're maintaining? They're trying to find some. They, at this point, they're trying to find whatever that buzz was they got at the beginning that they yeah. thought they wanted to do this. And it's they're still it makes them hot and bothered. Uh, yeah. They don't get anything from it. And then they find themselves listening to yet another one. You know, Saturday night, they're shaky. And they're just like, oh, fuck, right. I've got to do another one. You know, you have to quit this if you listen. Walking the room. <laughs> it's the ultimate in maintaining. <laughs> is it turning into a news show? It's going to be a news program. Because yeah. I'll be the weather girl. But I'll be the weather girl who's really hot but doesn't know what she's talking about. Do you have big breasts? I can. (laughs) I can make it happen. You're pretty fit. You're a pretty fit dude. I got a good set. I'm I'm working on a set. I fucked up. I did a lot of bench press in high school and now I just have tits. (laughs) I did a lot of bench I did too much bench press. I lifted I went to prayer, I lifted weights too much and now I have tits. Yeah, you got tits. And you can't, there's nothing and you can my do. My uncle told me when it was going down, he was like, don't do that because you're going to have tits. And I was like, fuck off. I'm always going to lift. Yeah. Yeah. It's never going to change. I'm always going to lift. Don't it's I'm never going to change. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I just but, do cardio. I work on, you know what? I want to maintain this tight ass that I have. And I know it's a good ass because all my gay friends always talk about how they lament that it's attached to me. Because they, re- <laughs> well, that's just because they have to listen to you. That's yeah. nothing to do with you're a handsome man, but it's just what comes out of your mouth. They're like, I can't. I know. That's how I keep. The- that's how I keep them away. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep talking. That, this is the hottest intro we've ever had. Well, I like that a guy's talked on our program for a while. And we've not even told him. We've not said his name. Well, let's not. I like that a guy's already talked about his ass. I'm eating hamburgers. <laughs> That's what brought it up. Yeah. I'm on a cardi, dude. Uh, I'm right. doing what the show promises. Right. I came with, I'm beautiful. I'm a griffin. I fucking, don't. you know how I do it? You love it. Why do you hate it so much? Because it's just fucking annoying. No, it isn't. You have love for me. But that, I, but I also, I'm not going to clean your toenails. It's, just like, <laughs> it's the same feeling that it invokes. Does you know what? Cleaning Greg's toenails. That's walking the room. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Because I got two and a half hours sleep. Yeah. You know who I... Are we, are we on now? Yeah, yeah. You know who I notice moves around a lot? when he, Will moves around a ton when he talks. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Anderson moves in... Like, oh, wait, yeah. we still haven't introduced you. Oh, uh, yeah. This is just... <laughs> You're, we're like the... We're like the... Like, it's stupid how, how bad this continues <clears throat> to be. We're fucking on the... We are right on the precipice of 100... A hundred episodes. Oh, just episodes, but you can do a hundred of anything. It doesn't mean that 
that matters. Like it's it, you don't think so? No, if you don't if think you get of, better. And I guess we're getting a lot of listeners. You know, we're in like the top twenty of Australian podcasts, which is fascinating. Yeah, um, but uh, so I guess right. I but guess, there's seventeen. Australian podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> There's only 17 of them. <laughs> I still haven't cracked the top 20, and that's killing me. You haven't? No, I don't We're know. ahead of you? No, I think so. What's the name of your podcast again? Can you take this photo, please? With? With Justin Hamilton. <laughs> Whoa! Wait a minute. That's oh, my name. Oh, he got you to introduce yourself. But that means I get $10,000 in party cash. Uh, all right. $10,000. So what's check. your nickname here? Because everyone seems to have a nickname. Hammy, is it? Yeah. Last I, night I saw Fleety and uh, and, and what'd you call him? Moon? Uh, uh, Lawrence Mooney, the Moon Man. The Moon Man. Oh, yeah. did you see the Moon Man? I saw the Moon yeah. Man. Yeah, you were fucking drinking last night, that's for sure. <laughs> you were fucking drunk last night and angry. <laughs> oh, you were Irish last night, dude. You had your Irish on. You had your fucking Irish on. You were supposed to be angry last night. You had your Irish on. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you were supposed to be angry last night. <laughs> I, you know me, dude. I get angry about weird shit. What do you get angry about? Whoa. <laughs> That's it right there. <laughs> well, we found it quickly. <laughs> this motherfucker's coming in. <laughs> what do you get angry about? I get. I'm a fucking straw dogs guy. I get mad yeah. at shit that isn't actually happening. I get yeah. mad at. I get mad at perceived. Um, um, uh, slights. Like, yes, exactly. Perceived slights. I like. I've well, decided that I've decided that stand-up's gone one way and it's not going the way or the industry feels a certain way. But like, I get mad at shit that isn't actually real. When something really bad actually happens, I can kind of go, "Oh, I, at least I know what's going." I get mad at ghosts. Yeah, you're, right? the, you're the Kobe so, Bryant of of this whole industry. Well, you know how Kobe makes up slots so he has motivation. Yes, and then what I'll do is that I'll pop down and rape a concierge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've all been there, right? <laughs> right? That's how I. Yeah, but so so you're saying I was angry. Yeah, I was angry last night. I, this yeah, thing I know. has been a slightly perceived slight to me, and then there was just this fucking egg on top. Yeah. All right. I get angry. I get angry at inanimate objects. I actually punched the shit out of my printer yesterday and was covered in blood and toenails. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, it felt good. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Back, back it up. Back it up. So so, what were you trying to print? I was just trying to print out reviews to cut into halves to staple to flies to give to my flyer girl to hand out before my show, and it wasn't working, and it, I knew it should have been working, and then I blacked out, and when I came to, the printer was a mess, and... You were literally punching it? Yeah. Yeah. Inanimate objects. I'm really good. Like, I can do with slights, I can do with all sorts of things, but when something that should work doesn't work, I... Flip. So, so the wow. scene, the scene in Office Space where they're trashing—that's yeah. that's, that's like your old. That was that's, almost that's, porn to me. That's 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 one of my favorite scenes in <laughs> yes. any movie yeah, ever, 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 ever. Uh, that movie is perfect, pitch perfect. Yes. Yeah. It's such a good movie. Yeah, I do too. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a punch guy. Things when I can't. That's another thing with those. So you and I don't get mad at real shit. Like no. you like. Like I said, something went down this week that I should have been violently upset about, but I just, I'm like, well, I just, I don't know what to do. Yeah. But if if I can't get a key to work, yes, it's all and I literally go, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you, key, and throw the key. I mean, my wife's literally seen, like, she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Although, I will say, one time, <laughs> one time, my wife couldn't find the pair of jeans she wanted in her closet and she literally took every pair of jeans in her closet and threw them all on the floor just fucking started pulling them out and throwing them all on yeah. the floor and I'm like okay so I'm not the only one in this marriage that can go a little bit insane but I that's like a Kardashian freak out 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, I will, I will, I, yeah, I'll go full Kardashian on that one. Yeah. I can't find my jeans. I had to, you know, uh, you know your dongle for your computer, you stick what? it in. And, <laughs> Hello, uh, here we go. Here we go. This, this is not a euphemism. Super sexual. Huh? <laughs> well, I don't know about my dongle. Where are we going with this? <laughs> Well, you know the one you stick into your computer? Yeah. Yeah. And then you can hook up to the net. Mine wasn't working uh, about eight months ago, and I knew it should have been working. And then I had a moment where I just very calmly took it out, walked outside, walked onto my balcony and kicked it in like probably the best thing I've done physically in 20 years. And it was this beautiful kick and it sailed across the main road that I live on and it flew over to the other side and it hit a two-story building and hit it. And the angle that it shot off on, which was this perfect right angle, was so satisfying. It was like... Ah, wow. of course did I had it, no internet. Did it work then? No, oh, I lost it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was gone. <laughs> I love the I love the idea. Like here, so here here's essentially what you're doing. You're punishing an inanimate object. Yeah, and so you calmly walk outside yourself. and kick it. Right. Well, you but you're alone. But yeah, now things are just worse. Yeah. Like yeah. what happened is you just made yourself even more upset. But I I definitely do that. But I don't get mad at. Uh, I, you know, I I roll. I, I think it's also part of like like when I, as soon as I had kids. Yeah. I became very unattached to anything I own. I have one thing that I own, which is my Gretsch White Falcon guitar, that would upset me if something happened to it. Even my other guitars, I don't know. care. Like with kids, <laughs> oh, fucking. Dave's oh, writing oh, that on the back of his hand. No. But just, like I'm just going to carve my name in it. But when, <laughs> when you have kids, and like, Amir and I have nice stuff, we have nice carpets and nice yeah. art and stuff like that, you just start going, you know what? There it goes. There goes yep. the there goes the coke on the thing. Oh, there's the dog. Oh, the dog just shit on the like. So I've become way more zen about that stuff because yeah. it just it has to happen. And those things. And when obviously your kids become more important, but it, there was a time where hopefully like, some people they don't. <laughs> hopefully they become more important. Well, your dad's gonna like you someday. <laughs> no, he's, no, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> Why would you say that? I don't know. Incredibly dishonest. I am. <laughs> Was really dishonest. Was you know, really dishonest. You know, are you close enough? Are you getting enough? Are you yeah, getting no, enough? I'm yeah. fine. Yeah, okay. I'm coming. I don't even. Uh, I've never met my father. And what? never oh. met him. Never met him. Right? Because uh, when my mum uh, and father uh, hooked up as boyfriend girlfriend, and then she went overseas, and then she discovered she was pregnant with me. Came home, and she didn't. She, he was just meant to be a boyfriend. That's all he was meant mm-hmm. to be. Right? And then I remember about the age of five, I asked her about him, and she showed me this letter that he'd written, and she pointed out all the spelling errors, and she said, "You don't want him around all the time, do you?" And I said, "No, I don't." Oh my so, god, like, that's hilarious. Like my mum's and my mum's super cool. That's that's you know? sort of. Genius. A sort of a genius way to explain it to a yeah. kid. I mean, it would have been nice, I'm sure, if he was around, but that's a great way to go. No, no, I didn't need him. Like, my mum's <clears throat> just so cool. Well, like, you needed him because now you're a comedian. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's why I love George Clooney because I'm looking for male uh, images that I can live sure? up to somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's why I love John Hand. Well, too much. that's why Dave hangs out with me. I have a solid male image for him. But fine. It's stuff we can edit out. <laughs> How old was your That's mom? That's interesting. How so old like was your mom? I wonder, what are the words that he misspelled? Like, I love the idea of, like, that he, spelled, he used the wrong there. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. That kind that. of classic stuff. Look at this. This is a past participle. Like, he just is not a bright did guy. You, yeah. When you were five, did you go, why did you fucking idiot? No, no, I didn't even think of that. No, I wasn't that far So you advanced. weren't quick yet. No, I wasn't quick. <laughs> you know, well, I'm 39. Wasn't, he wasn't that mad. <laughs> no. Well, my mum, my mum kind of was good at giving me, you know, she could play sport. Like, she was 19 when she had me, so she'd go out and, you know, play basketball with me. Or yeah. then she could give me, yeah. you know, like, intellectual pursuits and everything. Right. 
And then and culturally, she wasn't too far away from you then, probably, in not terms at all. of like music and television and all that kind of thing. My mum, as soon as I turned 18, started going to concerts again, right? And a few years ago, when she was like 53, was at Madison Square Garden with a friend that she'd made in Cardiff at a Pearl Jam concert. They were having their 10-year anniversary second row watching Ace Freely come out and play with Pearl Jam. And I was doing a gig in a town that has 300 people in Western Australia. And it's a terrible moment when you go, fuck, man. My mum is so much cooler than me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? but she I, is. But That's been, rad. That's really rad. I've been having uh, members of the father uh, side of family come out of the woodworks and want to meet really? me. Really? Yeah. Is that because you think you're uh, a They're mistaking me for someone who's popular. Like, <laughs> just because you know Will Anderson, it doesn't mean you're as good as him, you well, know? <laughs> And are you, uh, how do you feel about that? Are you da- are you down with the... Look, you know, I just kind of feel like just because we have some genetic imprint going on, like uh, I've got lots of friends that I don't get to catch up with, you know. Well, I don't dislike them, but yeah, there's kind of no you space. You don't have anything Do you know there. what I mean? And they're coming up going, oh, we've always thought about you. And I'm like, oh, I've never... Thought about you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you I thought about that. me when I was younger. That probably yeah. would have been a better time I mean, to that, think about well, me. Yeah. With the exception of my wife's immediate family, who I who I absolutely adore. I love my in-laws, and I've said that a million times. But, like, I'll be in states where, like, one of her cousin's cousin will call when I get together for lunch. I'm like, no, man, I, I just want to lay. I'm gonna, first off, I'm going to jerk off today, and then I want to fucking watch, eat a pizza, too then I'm going to lay. Too much too much. No, but I'm saying, like, when, like, during a show or when you're in a thing, like, you know, like, you have, the, yeah. you have this very limited time, especially on the yeah. road, where you have this, like, I have just this day to do fucking nothing. Yeah. And then to go and have a meet and greet with somebody that's three cousins out, yeah. friend, and only because I am perceived to be famous, but not actually, because yeah. here we are in Kentucky. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, at the sports bar and laugh factory, you know, there's nothing, you know, you're like, oh, that just sounds like a depressing afternoon. Yeah. Uh, and no, no, that's probably not even true. I, maybe these, maybe I'd go meet someone and they'd end up being my best friend. But my idea is like, no, I want that time for myself. I don't yeah. have that. I don't have that need to. Just because we're slightly related. Yeah. You're, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're cutting into my angry wanking time. And that's the only yeah. thing that keeps me going sometimes. Angry yeah. wanking time. Yeah. Every day from one to five. <laughs> Every day from one to five. Four hours of angry wanking. <laughs> you're crippled Holy at the end, but you're so calm. Shit. People just outside my hotel room just here like, God, mother... Fuck her! Oh, God, fuck you! Thinking of uh, weird things like a handful of gravel and a ham and cheese sandwich you ate in 1987. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> government! <laughs> Sometimes God damn big government! Um, <laughs> I want private health insurance as well. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Splurt! Um, uh, yeah. So have you seen pictures of your father? You know, uh, I'd, I'd never seen a photo of him, and uh, a, a friend of my mum smuggled one to us. And so, and from all reports, he's, you know, not. No, the do they have to be cat. smuggled, or can they just be handed? Well, <laughs> maybe they could have been handed. And uh, it was like one of the most, uh, you know, you're thinking it's going to be like the end of Raiders of the Lost Art. You're going to look, and your head's going to melt because you have such a thing going on. And I looked, and it was just like, oh, that's just an old guy in a hat. <laughs> I said, oh, thanks for that, and gave it back. And I was like, oh, well, let's uh, fix that. that An happened. old guy in a hat. And I'll he, go back to he, loving John Ham. Never tried to contact you. Like, you guys are very. No, we spoke on the phone once when really? I was 30. Because I, st- I, wa- I was curious as to what he looked like. That was the yeah. most important thing. Yeah. And I, I got his number and gave him a buzz and said, hey, uh, it's your son. Do you, would you like to meet up? And he said, no. And I said, it's okay. I don't want anything. I just, you know, we can have a beer. I'll buy you the beer. Uh, I thought it might be interesting to meet up. And he said, no. And I said, oh, okay then. Well, 
thanks for the sperm, and uh, keep on trucking. What wow. A rip. <laughs> what a, what yeah, a yeah, yeah. And That's it was like, weird. everyone was like, are you freaked out about that? I was like, no, I just want to see see what he looks like. And then I got the photo, I looked and went, oh, well, thank fuck I didn't have to go through the beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That could have been, been weird. Yeah, I would have had to keep talking to him while now, looking at him going, he looks nothing like what I wanted him to look like. But so when he said no, did he say no, like a no thank you, or like no? Like, no, literally, yes, like, like literally, yes. like, literally, like if you were asking him, like, I, look, I've got free concerts to see the Hoodoo Gurus. Nah, nah. I don't think so. I saw him a couple years ago, not that interested. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Well, let me just right? tell you this by John. He'd been preparing for this call. <laughs> yeah, he had, he yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something. You've been thinking about it. Yeah. Meet John Hamm if you can, because we've met him. I've met him, and he fucking He'll also loves... tell you no if you want to meet up with him for Oh, no. Perfect. Oh, no. No, no Hamm. Ha- not me or you. Yeah. Yeah. He'll oh, say yeah, no to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ha- no, Hamm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still get a bit teary with excitement, though. <laughs> Ham's the one you want to meet. Ham will, Ham will talk to you. Yeah, right. He'll, uh, he'll, uh, He's around the comedy scene a little bit in L.A. because yeah. he knows some of those folks. And, and in the old days, before he was John Hamm uh, superstar, he was just John Hamm guy who'd done a lot of pilots who yeah. would go out and see comedy all the time, all the time. with his friends. So he knew. So as he got famous and he started hanging out a little bit, we'd see him around the comedy thing. He'd seen all of us. Yeah. So he'd literally come up to everybody and go, I saw you at Largo one night. And one night, I was backstage at a theater and he came up and said hi to me and uh, uh, and I was very excited to have him say hi and I'm a massive Madman fan. I love that era. Yeah. I just like that era, period. I grew up, that was, I mean, my parents were of that era so I grew up in that whole thing. So I, my, the first, my dad and I watched the first episode together and afterwards he was like, that was a little too real for me. Yeah. Like the drinking at work and all that shit. So Ham comes up and we're talking and he's got his back to a mirror so I can see me talking to him, and I like you know how like you think you look okay when you leave the house, and you're like I'm a pretty good looking guy, and I'm just like ugly, and I'm trying to be more handsome as I'm talking to him, which isn't working. I'm like trying to make my jaw stick out, like it was just very distracting. You're melting before the oh, power it's just the of worst. Hand. I'm like oh, and I'm old, and I'm sad, and he's being nice, and just he's he's actually connected and talking to me, yeah. and I'm distracted watching me talk to him and not be handsome. And I've seen things where he thinks that he's not funny because he's so into comedians, and he he respects the, and it's such a bizarre thing to hear act, yeah, people yeah. like go, I respect stand up. Yeah. And, and, uh, and, and then, but he's just so naturally he, funny. Yeah, he just really likes it. And I yeah. think that he's the, and, and of course, when you are a stand up, you realize what a ruse this whole fucking is and, and how lucky we are to not have to, you know, fucking wield a hammer. But he, uh, <laughs> definitely. But he's definitely has that, you know, you just meet those people that like, oh, yeah. he could have done this. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he could, like, you know, there's just those guys that have that quick wit. So we, are we saying that he should? Be his dad? Oh man! I don't, think, be, I don't think he. I think he would immediately become a contemporary of yours. I, I think he would. Yeah. He would immediately not be your dad. He. There's nothing. He'd be your pal. He'd be. There's nothing authority. He doesn't. John Ham doesn't want to be anyone's dad. Well, so yeah. what is it? What are we looking for? A male sponsor? Well, I think we gotta <laughs> find somebody. You know what I mean? I gotta well, think we gotta find somebody. I, I met George Clooney last year, and he was. I mean, pretty he awesome. Could, he could do it. I mean, because he does a lot of adult type. He's an adult, right? Yeah, he's an adult. Well, yeah. When I met Clooney, I looked. At, uh, we're getting our photo taken. I looked him in the eyes and I said, "Hi, George. I'm Justin Hamilton." And he said, "Hi, Justin. Nice to meet you." And while we're getting the photo taken, I said, "I got to tell you, I've been a fan of yours since Roseanne." And without missing a beat, he said, "Oh, don't bring up Roseanne. I had a hell of a mullet back then." And I looked back at him and said, "Yeah, but that mullet inspired me to follow you." And I've got to say, you've never let me down. Without missing a beat, he looked me right in the eyes and said, "What about Batman?" And I said. Batman put you in a position where you could meet Steven Soderbergh and then you made the brilliant out of sight. And he laughed and he looked at me and went, oh, 
we should hang out more often. <laughs> and I looked at him and went, yes, I'm a big fan. He said, nice to meet you, Justin. I went, yes. Because you know what? Anytime I've said I've loved George, people like to throw Batman in my face. And I've always had that as a line. I mean, and, but then, do you, do you, <sighs> let me tell you something. This is what you should have said. Say, say what Clooney said. Uh, which bit? The uh, we should hang out more often. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, we should hang out more often. Yeah, I don't really have the time. <laughs> yeah, see, you're better then, at this. Then than he's me. like, no, seriously. Then it then it turns into something else. Well, look, right, right. Because he's used to getting what he wants. Yeah. yeah. And when Justin Hamilton says, "I don't think so, bro," he's like, "What did I do wrong? We were on a really good tear. <laughs> yeah. You even made Batman okay for me." I mean, I was going to call Chris O'Donnell and see if we could all just sort of sit around and talk through that thing. Because, the good days. <laughs> oh, my God. It, was, this in, was this in Australia? This was in Sydney. Why, yeah. did you meet, why were you meeting him? He came out and did this big uh, fundraiser for all the, you know, how he funds that satellite over yeah. Duffel. And yeah. uh, came out and did like a big 70-minute talk <laughs> and uh, did a, then did a smaller meet and greet that if you paid for it, mm-hmm. you could, uh, all that money went into it. It was do fascinating. Think, do you think your dad's doing anything like that? Oh, without a doubt. Like, uh, he's just helping out, you know, the Aboriginal plight and just yeah. building wells in people's homes. That's he's a, not doing any of that. That's a, he is. Oh, I thought we were going to have a happy end of the segment. No. What, so if, what have you found out that the only word your dad knows, given his spelling history, is no? And he doesn't know how to say anything else. So, like, when people call him, he wants to mean yes. Yeah. The only words that know, no, word no, that's how dumb he is. And so, like, people call up and go, would you like to help with Darfur? No. 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 Yeah. Can't fucking say anything. And the irony no. is no K-N-O-W. Um, ah, that's the so great torment of his life. Yes, he knows. We'll be, we'll be, um, <laughs> he knows. We'll be right back with another segment. Will we? Yep. I'm not. Yeah. Okay. Come back. Oh, what nice to. Walking the room. That was one of your worst. Walking, was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little fucking beat, dude. This is fucking... Long, I'm, long, It's been a long fucking, walk, fucking... I'm done. I'm not. I loved it here. I fucking love it here. No, I mean, I'm I love done. this guy. I'm tired. I'm ready to just fucking... I like everybody I fucking met. I'm, this is... Every time I, I... I thought... The first time I came here, I thought, this can't... It can't be this cool... The comedians can't be this cool. This can't be this fun. And this time, it'll fucking it'll be the opposite. Wrong. It was better this time. Yeah. I had a I, 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 I did the here. Fringe yeah. Festival. I really do. I did all the outside rooms, and the comics were fun and great. I had to get yeah. Yeah, there's lots of uh, there's lots of good little rooms, aren't there? That yeah. you can go in and have, have that some show real that fun. you and Will hosted the other night. The, oh, the show upstairs thing that y- you were great. Will was great. Everybody on the show was That's great. His show. Yeah. It was fantastic. His baby. Yeah, it you, was just. We, we tried to book a show like uh, because what happened in Melbourne was there's lots of good rooms, but they're they're cheap to get in, you know. So they're like five bucks or ten bucks, and they do what they have to do. But we wanted to bring a bit of money value back to uh, to a room. So what we do is we only do seasons. Like we'll do a four-week season or a three-week season. Oh, that's smart. And, and we just try to put as many kind of different acts on. So you you get stand-up, you get a chat, you get character comedy, you get a sketch, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, try to put high-profile with low-profile. And mm-hmm. that night was so much fun because... Some of the low-profile guys, like that fan fiction kid, uh, Joseph Moore, yeah. got a standing ovation for his... Unbelievable. For his Fast and the Furious. The fucking crowd just stood and applauded. It was yeah. fantastic. He so, turned around to Will and I, and he's like, going, they're standing up. And we're like, 
enjoy this. This is rare. And he's like, you don't understand. I got booed off at the Classic in New Zealand a week ago. <laughs> so really? talk about swings and roundabouts. I mean, you know? clearly they're not nice in New Zealand because he's a nice. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going there in two weeks. They're gonna, they're, they boo. They ninety-seven percent of acts get booed off stage in New Zealand. Is that right? Ninety-seven percent. That's a high number. Do you think I'm going to be in the three percent that don't? No. 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 <laughs> I'm going to come right out to a boo. No, absolutely they might, not. In fact, I might just put boo on my shirt. Yeah. And then just have them just boo like. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah. like let's just start. Let's let's get let's just let's not let's not wait for me. Just yeah. bring yeah. it right up. Boom! Or they, it could just be a, a whole uh, audience full of uh, Justin's dads that are, yeah. when you just walk out, they go, nope, no, 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 no. 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 Are you, you going to be at the New Zealand festival? No. Have you been before? <laughs> uh, I haven't been to the festival, but I've performed in New Zealand. How long have you been doing stand up? I've been performing for eighteen years. So started back in 94 in a duo called the Bunter Boys, which was, uh, you know, uh, musical, jangle, 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 you know, started off with song parodies and then worked way through to originals, did that for about five years and then uh, went the stand up route and discovered how good is it when you don't have to get a DI and another mic stand. And another mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And good, you get right? all the money. <clears throat> yes, better. All the money helps. <laughs> better. Wait a minute. This is awesome. I don't know how anybody can survive in a comedy team like that. Yeah. That's splitting that cash is... Hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, so were you ever like... You, are, were you like one of the... This guy's a young, hot comic uh, in in. No, I don't think Australia? so. No, because uh, I'm originally from Adelaide, which is the uh, murder capital of the Southern Hemisphere. Mm-hmm. And what? It's a, we have a lot of weird, we've had a lot of weird murders there in the past. Stephen King and Salman Rushdie came out for Writers Week a few years ago, and Salman Rushdie said it was the most evil city he'd ever been in. What? And Stephen King said if he was ever going to place a story outside of Bangor, Maine, Adelaide would be perfect. Oh my really? God, really? Yeah, yeah, some crazy shit goes on there. Why? Uh, you know what? It's a it's it's a beautiful city. There's some good people there, but it's a it's a city with a small town mentality, yeah. and that lends itself to we don't like your type here. You know that kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and, uh, you know I love Adelaide a lot, but it's uh, so I so it kind of worked for me in a sense because I got to develop outside of the spotlight. But then that meant there was never any moment where it's like we've got to see this cat. Yeah, do you know what I mean? So I feel like I've been. Uh, if my career was like a movie career, I'd almost be, you know, the guy respected in indie movies, you know, who, if he's in a mainstream film, gets to be the guy who, you know, is on the computer while right, everyone right, right, else right. does the exciting yeah, yeah, things. Yeah. They turn to him and you get one line, g'day, <laughs> everyone, yeah, you know, turns yeah. on. Kevin Corrigan. Kevin Corrigan, yeah, he's good. Uh, uh, so, so... Are say you Kevin Corrigan to me, say Kevin Corrigan to me again. Kevin, and I'll give you, I'll give you, and I will do what I did, which was just really add some flavor to it. Go ahead, Kevin Corrigan. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> oh Today I got my fucking chops, dude. I got my fucking chops. No, I mean, he's like Kevin was... Corrigan, who was an actor that barely anyone knows, uh, really. And then I, and then I followed up with like, didn't have an example of or anything like that. Didn't didn't give you didn't didn't help your point any, but just simply said, yeah, he's good. I mean, <laughs> I'm your partner. I don't, I don't, yeah, but I don't have to do anything because today you're beating the shit out of yourself. So I just get to sit here and watch you kill yourself. <laughs> um, how do you feel about your career now? I feel good about it now. 18 months ago, I was struggling. I was starting to get a little bit like, you know, what what the fuck am I doing? Do you know what I mean? It's like, I've been around for a long time. Like, just doing comedy in general? 
yeah, just kind of uh, not really feeling the creative vibe of it. You know, you kind of, I, I kind of got into comedy because there was no rules and people didn't give it respect. So therefore, you could do whatever you wanted to do. And I feel like in the last ten years, in, especially in Australia, most stand-up comedians are auditioning for TV shows that don't exist. Yes, you mean they're constantly trying to put something. Yes. Yeah, and in this country, you know, like to be really successful, like Will is a phenomenal. Will Anderson's a phenomenal stand-up, and he has somehow. And I'm not quite certain how he's done it, but he has maintained indie credibility and been really popular. And like yeah, we noticed that. He's the best comic in the country. Yeah. Like, he's world class, you know? Yeah. Uh, but there's some of his contemporaries who, once upon a time, I reckon it was an argument, he's left them behind because they're, they're doing TV, they're doing radio. Husey, we're talking about Husey now. Well, you know, I love Husey, but... You're doing five days of radio a week. You're doing six days of TV. Yeah, there's no room to do to do good and, stand-up. And what do radio that. and TV want you to be? They want you to be good company. Yeah. You know? That's true. Yeah, yeah, And it, it's different. And we talked about this yesterday. And it's different than a podcast, which yeah. you can use, you can sort of, you get, again, like your stand-up, you can create whatever you want. But, yeah. when you, but as soon as you work for anybody else... And you don't. That's the one great thing about stand-up. You work for no one. I mean, you know, the club can say, we don't want you to do this and this. And then you go, well, fuck you. I'm not going to work here. Yeah. But... But for the most part, you know, you get to decide how it's going to go. And if you stay on that course and you can stay integrity-based, you really can do something that is interesting. And, yeah. then, and then maybe make some choices about film and television down the line. But, yeah, if you are hosting, it's hard. The hosting thing is, is, is um, nice. It's a paycheck. It's yeah. TV. It's a little bit of fame. You're, maybe your ticket sales go up, but it doesn't do much for your art. No. No, you know? exactly. And, and yeah. sometimes you don't get the audience that your stand-up wants. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you do these high-profile things, and then suddenly people turn up. You've been good company being politically correct on a TV show, and then they turn up and you go, what the fuck's happening? Yeah. Everyone goes, whoa, he's swearing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 Freaking oh, yeah. Out. So... So, uh, so you're you've been blessed enough not to get a good gig like that. It has actually worked out quite well for me. <laughs> I've had tastes of it, and I've always felt really bad at the end of it. Do you yeah, really? Mean? Yeah, like I was doing a bit of commercial radio, and like the only thing that commercial radio did for me was put me in a position that uh, I had a, a good friend of mine who died suddenly, and a couple of days. You know, when you go through the different stages. On the day that I was really angry about it, I went in to see The Dark Knight at Gold Class, you know, like the only 15 seats kind of thing. I was the only person there, and I dropped $700 on bottles of Moe, sitting there eating, watching The Dark Knight in this room by myself. Came out, this was 4 o'clock in the afternoon, everyone clapped me that worked there. I've written a big tip and walked up. That's the only thing commercial radio did that I took something good out of that I could just blow some coin like that. But that's otherwise... Like, that's like a movie... Like, I know you were in a movie, but that's yeah. like, you're in a movie theater, but that's like, that's like a movie, like, like that's what you see in a film. Yeah. yeah. Guy has a close friend die, and then he just fucking goes in and blows it out for a fucking yeah. afternoon, and then comes, just... out, comes out drunk in the daytime, and it's like, ah, I didn't do anything. But I like how your story is, like, a lot of people are like, you know, I did commercial radio, and while I didn't like it, it allowed me to buy a home, and I put my kids through high school. His whole thing is like, I fucking did commercial radio, and then I went to a fucking movie, yeah. 
and yeah. I drank some champs, bro. Yeah. And I blew that motherfucker yeah. out. I threw some money around. I, like, I got and applause then I leaving. I, I knew what it was like to live high. And hey, I was like, I'm done with that. You ever got applause leaving? You ever got applause leaving a movie theater? I have not. Yeah, well, absolutely I'm not. welcome to the big time, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't want to talk it up, but it's a hollow. We don't even have champagne movie theaters, dude. We don't even. Do, we can't. You couldn't do that where we are, can you? No, the Arclight has one theater where you can drink in. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I don't know if it's top shelf. Like, I don't know if you could spend seven hundred dollars. I mean, that's just. <laughs> were you were you uh, just drinking them and dropping the bottles on the ground <laughs> with a bending stool? Did, did you get a print of the film when you were done? Like that seems like I got a an lot executive producer. Uh, oh, credit. you got a credit. That's amazing. <laughs> he checked closely. Oh fuck, that's that's maybe the best Dark Knight viewing ever. <laughs> yeah, radio's tough, and it and it and it's um. Uh, Although it's still very big here in in in, uh, in your country, in our country, yeah. it's just it's uh, it's it's like so many mediums that are just sort of flailing, you know. Yeah, and, oh, right. uh, well, it's just yeah. not interesting. And I just hated the like, you know, you have to take a side. Oh, I believe this. Oh, I actually believe that as well. That was the worst thing. Yeah, we you know. Did Dave, and I, Dave and I had, yeah. a, and we won't we won't we won't cover it too much because we've done it. But Dave and I were in internet radio, which yeah, they, what, what their idea was they would. It was interesting because it was podcasting, but they didn't do that. What they were trying to do yeah. was sort of triple uh, A us into real radio. So they would like create all these shows on the internet and yeah. then sell them. That was their idea to to terrestrial radio. And so we went through all this stuff of being coached to be incendiary and fucking fight with each other, and it did fuck up our friendship a little bit. And it, and it, it because we got coached to be, you know, you can't just talk about stuff. And I was like, no, you're wrong. You, if I, I, we'll find out many years from now, as Dave and I are podcasting, that we can agree about things and then, or both not agree about something. Yeah. But like they're wrong. They're really wrong about their ideas and their formats and that kind of stuff. And they may, and, and and then everyone sounds the same. Yeah. And everyone's shouting, and you're saying incendiary shit that you don't believe. Yeah. You're picking a side you don't want, and you yeah. walk out feeling. Disgusting. Yeah, and you have to do it for three hours, <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's in the morning, and, and and you do it in three minute grabs. So you can't like as soon as you have an idea that builds off that idea, you can't build off it because you need to get to the Kings of Leon and some advertising. Yeah, yeah. You know. So how long how long did you have this gig? I did it for a couple of years doing weekend. A weekend commercial radio, nice. yeah, that's when you really want to do it. <laughs> weekend, yeah, yeah, yeah. you want to finish a gig at one thirty. You know, you have to be up at five thirty and think, uh, well, you know. I don't have a wife or kids. I'll just stay all the way through yeah. and just be really surly at the end of it. And <laughs> and so that and so that ended. Yeah, and I, my my career, uh, you know, to be to be honest, kind of hit a bit of a wall where it was like, well, where do you go next? And so uh, because you've done okay here in town, right? Like yeah. people know you and they know yeah. you at the festival, and you're like a yeah one of the big comics around. Yeah. You know, like I'm I'm not as big as the the things that people say about me, which is quite nice. That's, That's you know, it's yeah. like he's uh, one of the festival favorites. It's like really, uh, my really? wallet disagrees. <laughs> my ticket sales will argue yeah. that point. <laughs> like the festival, as an example, never puts me on any of their galas. Uh, which you know, like they do two galas a year. They they all say nice things to me, but they never put me on. Mm. And it's not an ego thing. If you do the gala. You know, a few thousand people see you. It's it's advertising. Yes, and so they'll talk about you're one of our favourites. And so like, you can't find three minutes for me to get up and make some ha ha. And then I just started realising, I think most of my bad self esteem is locked into the, the festival. festival. So that's why this year's show, I'm just kind of creating my own mythology and writing myself out of the festival, and just do my own things on the outsides of it. Well, I mean, that, I mean, that, that, Dave and I have a similar thing in the states. We yeah. have a similar thing with our podcast. There are podcast networks, which we're not against, or in those things. But there, there's a certain point in life where you go, look, 
the thing, the doors that I want to have open for me, they're just not fucking opening. I yeah. mean, it's different for me here. I've, I've, like I said, I've come here and had a really nice time because I have no story, no history here, nothing I'm fighting against. Yeah. And I've been doing stand-up for almost 25 years, and so I can come here and be okay, and people can like it, and I'm different. I'm a different sound than, yeah. you know what I mean? But in the States, and you realize, and, 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 it's, and it should always be like this, because you look at the guys like fucking, you look at my heroes, guys like Jack White, who never fucking played the game the way the game was supposed to be played. Yeah. And you realize, no, you really have to make your own thing to really yeah. be special. And you have to like go, yes, those people are working at this club, but that's not the club you are going to work at. Yes, they're putting people on that show. That's not going to be the show they're putting you on. Yeah. So you have to, life is asking you to go another direction. And it's hard. Yeah. Because it just seems like, well, he got that and now he's doing this. And how yeah. come I don't get that? There's the straw dog. Yeah. And, and in my <laughs> mind, they're saying, we don't like Greg Barrett. The fact of the matter is they're just not thinking about him. They're yeah. thinking about other things. And, and you should idea... never be angry about not having a job that you don't want. No, either, a lot of times. Which happens sometimes. God, does that happen? It, yes. That's just fucking, you just want to be ass so you can say no. Well, what yeah. the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. Right, exactly. Or watch, but because I think I think part of it is you just see success and you want success in yeah. some level. And you, you're you sort of coveting the fact that like they're on the fucking being written about in the entertainment section of the Huffington Post and everybody yeah. reads the Huffington Post and how come I'm not there? And, and then something like that. Here's what's also interesting. Then, then one day you are written about in the Huffington Post, and you could give a shit for a dollar. It's meaningless. Yeah. Like to you, it's like, well, that was just stupid. Like it doesn't. It's just you covet these things because you think somebody's doing well, as opposed to like the thing that you have to constantly do is just be working. Yeah. Always be working. Always be trying to do something. But I, I am sensing this thing about the festival where I am. It. I've only been here twice, and I went to Edinburgh once. But I am in the since the, since I've been here last. There does seem to be this suddenly like, I got to work outside the fest. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Because everything's changing now. Yeah. You know, comedy clubs in the United States are sort of at a point where they're like, people are like, I don't know if I need to go be four days in a room. I mean, maybe for money, but maybe I just go to festivals and then stay home and get a writing job and then put shit on the internet. Like, there's not one way to have a comedy career anymore. And I think the festival being sort of the European and Australian model of how to be a stand-up, maybe that changes. Yeah. Well, how, like, you know, you guys with the podcast, your fans, I've got to tell you, like, you probably know how good your fans are but what you might not know is that that people that came to the shelf on monday night who i was meeting for the first time for the last week i've seen your fans at my show four to eight of them every night sitting in the front they're into it they are completely into it and it's because your endorsement dave of being on the show then and and you know because uh, a podcast is passion do you know what I mean? It's, yep. it, it's you're into it, mm-hmm. and so the people who listen to it, the people who connect, they're into it as well, and it hasn't been forced upon them. So then they take whatever you say. They're like, "Well, I'll trust those guys," mm-hmm. and then they're coming along, and then you're talking to them. They're all lovely. Like it's been, it's been phenomenal seeing the experience here. So they're so they're, they're good fucking. I mean, I'm just gonna follow up with that really quick. They're good fucking people, and the nice thing about them is, you're right. Like we'll just have a guest on, like Kyle Kinane. Yeah, and then Kyle will be somewhere in the United States, and five of them will organize a party. We'll yeah. see it in our in our social network, and go out and see him. And wear their Walking the Room t-shirts and go up and shake his hand yeah. and tell him how much they love him and tell him that they heard him on the show. Like, they really are... It's we. I don't. And the weird thing is, David, I have no idea how we fucking got him. Part of down here definitely has to do with Topop, you know, gratefully. But it is nice yeah. that there are people that like comedy, and they like it across the board. They're yeah. not alternative... They're not yeah. comedy nerds. They're yeah. like, 
if you guys like it, we'll check it out. You yeah. know what I mean? Because we like, you know, we're old, so we like a bit of everything. I like guys that are all, I like guys that are fucking old mainstream guys. Like, yeah, I, I like just, all of it. I just it. like Gaelic comedians. So give me four. Give me one. Uh, sh- <laughs> Shawnee Mc... Oh, Siobhan Shippen. McMillan. Oh, yeah, I love yeah, him. Very uh, good. Patty Papadon. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He's edgy. Seamus. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Just one night. Just Seamus. That's how popular yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. Oh, I have his DVD Seamus. Seamus on you. Yeah. <laughs> and O'Reilly O'Donnelly Riley. <laughs> oh, that is old school. Yeah, yeah. that guy's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you, uh, so are you, do you feel, you've made this decision. Yeah. You actually, you haven't done it because you're still at the festival. Yeah. Do you feel, like, like happier about it? Yeah, without a doubt. You know, it's, it's interesting. People have been saying, oh, are you going to stop doing solo shows at the festival because you burned out? And so it's actually the opposite. I'm actually feeling inspired. So now is the time to go and do other things. You know, so I'll, I'll keep doing stand-up and that. But I, writing know, a festival show takes, like, six months. You know, yeah. it's so long. And I think it's... Uh, I think it's... It's important because... because it, like, I just watch all these people chasing the fucking ghost here. Yeah. At some point, you got to realize you're banging your head against a wall and it's not working. Like yeah. the festival can work great. It worked great for Will. Yeah, it's worked great for like Arge. It worked, it's worked yeah. great for some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if yeah, it's yeah. not working, it's not working. Yeah. And then you should do something yeah. else you instead should. of keep banging your fucking head. Like, against yeah. we, we saw David Adore the other night. Like, like that's a festival genius. show. Yeah, that's a festival guy. Yeah. Like David Adore like the music and the way he does things, the way he walks from bit to bit, the way he takes his time, like. That's not a comedy club bit. Yeah. I, now maybe he could do his own theaters without the, you know, whatever. But but that is something that's been grown through. It appears to me, and I'm guessing that it was that that thing has been grown through the festival system. So he's perfect for that, and yeah. that's what's and that's what's cool about him. So there's like there's that element. But like to come down here and to have a whole hour is a that's a like I'm I'm done like the stuff I've done this year that's done. Yeah. So now I'm like. And I want to come back, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't write that fast. Yeah. And, I mean, yeah. I really came this year because I was like, can we do our podcast? And they were like, yeah, you can do your podcast. I'm like, okay, I'll go do it. And then I, I wrote a show on the tail end of that, which is really yeah. just a re, you know, re kind of imagining my stand-up as a show. Yeah. And coming down here because I wanted to do the thing that we did. Uh, I mean, nobody yeah. wants to take Dave somewhere, but you think you do. <laughs> and uh, I, I think it's great that you know it's your last year at the festival, and you just got out this message, your your message, which is just white power. We'll be yeah. right back. Wait, no, that's not what he said at all. We're back. With Justin Hamilton, Greg Barrett, on the Walking the Room Radio Network. Dave Anthony. <laughs> We're going to throw to a couple of commercials and then we'll be right back. What do we, let's just throw to commercial. Like, let's let's do one minute segments and throw to commercials. <laughs> you should have told me. All right. We'll I, I had, thank you. We'll what do you back. got? We'll be right back. <laughs> what? Right after this. <laughs> <laughs> throw, throw to a commercial. You're a, you're a pro. I, uh... We'll be up uh, after this. Uh, we'll be talking to Greg and Dave about what it's like to be in Australia from an American point of view. Here's the Kings of Leon with, we're kind of a little bit cunty. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I didn't know you could say cunty on Australian radio. I think that's great. It's a great, it's, that's the one good thing about it. <laughs> you can't say it in the States. No. You can't even use the word in the no, States. Can okay. you use it on stage? You can, but it's really ugly. Uh, in this it gets pretty hard. You know, the other day I was doing my set 
and uh, fuck, was that here? No, I don't know. It was in the? It was before I left. Oh, it was at the improv, and uh, and I do uh, a bit about uh, my wife uh, giving birth, and I say I'm up top, you know, coaching her along, and I usually say vagina, and I just said cunt. Right. And it was like an 8 p.m. show at the improv, and it was just whew, like yeah. they were not down with that. Did you come back from it? Barely. Yeah, right. Yeah, it was not. But you were it dancing. It changed the set. Yeah. It was a fucking, I was killing, and then I was like, what? You yeah, said right. cunt. Really? Yeah. See, see. And I don't know why I said it. It was just fucking, okay. well, <laughs> I do. Self-sabotage. Um, <laughs> you said you had some clown story. What? <laughs> I like you. I'm pulling for you. Always. Anyway. Clowns. Why are you going to stare at me like that when you know there's just so much love? <laughs> tell tell some clown stories. I've got some clown stories for you. Uh, did you have the fear of clowns when what? you were growing up? You didn't have the fear of clowns, did you? No. Uh, a little bit. No. I, a little bit. Really? We, um, we, uh, well, my grandma lived by, uh, uh, there's an amusement park exactly like Luna Park out in, in, uh, in uh, San Francisco that yeah. was out at the water. And it had that same fucking terrifying, old, there was an old lady clown. Yeah. And they were, she was just a fucking nightmare. And she was all broken and shit. And, it, and she would laugh. So, yeah, I had a little bit of, like, clown. Yeah. I never thought they were awesome. No. I never thought they were funny. And I never thought that they were great. They did seem a little bit like, hey, come here, I'll finger you. Yeah. yeah <laughs> In never, a funny place. Yeah, I never liked clowns. Yeah. yeah. Up. The, uh, I, I, I kind of love them now, though. Yeah. I, I, I got over the fear, but I, I had the fear when I was young. I, I had to deal with it. over the fear. <laughs> I did. <laughs> to, There's a clown somewhere listening that's just he's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> that, that kids have to get oh, over the fear. Oh, I don't think so. I think there's like a clown it's... listening. I think there's probably a couple of clowns listening to this jerking off and a couple of them going, yeah, that's right, motherfucker. You'd be afraid of me. <laughs> bitch, when I bring my clown shit. I had a friend who took who uh, went around taking pictures of birthday clowns Yeah. Uh, when they weren't working. So they would be like doing the gig and then he just got pictures of them just fucking hanging out, smoking, like looking yeah. like just really upset. I, I do like the really aesthetic great. and I love the colors. I love the, yeah. I mean, I love the palette of clowns and I really Jesus like that. I, I love, it's I love. all the colors, you asshole. <laughs> no, it's not. You just all. said, you no, just. It's mostly primary. You, but it's you, mostly the primary colors. <laughs> I know, but that's what I'm saying. But it's, it's not all the colors. colors. No, Those no, are, but it's, but the it primary colors are all the fucking colors. But no, but I mean, they, you, they, they, they it, it, first off. You just said I like it, all of the colors, basically. It's color blocking, and it is not all of the colors. They don't use a lot. <laughs> I'm going to fucking destroy you. <laughs> I'm going to destroy you. Plus, is I also like, I like, I like circle squares and, and, and yeah. stars. Oh, yeah. Jesus I'll fucking Christ destroy it. Stripes I like, I'm fucking murdering Stripes I like. That just came out of your fucking mouth. You just said stripes I like. I will murder you. Checkers? I love them. Oh my God, I checkers. checkers. It's like they're, they're the one and then the other and then the other and then the other and then down and up and so. Oh, fuck. Checkers. The best. Oh my God. You want me to get you for your birthday? I read poker. Circles. Oh my God. <laughs> It's coming up, bro, and I want some circles. That's my next guitar. I want one that's just fucking red with white circles. Yeah, on it. yeah, 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 yeah. Polka dots. Fuck I love. yeah, polka dots. <laughs> I love it, you I do love it. Oh, I fucking love the. Tr- I love any anything that primary simple. colors. Good, good. It's really good. Not as many pastels. <laughs> no, 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 no. But they, that would be cool though. <laughs> What about I like shapes. <laughs> I like shapes. I like I like things that are shiny and things that are not. Do you, do you like taffeta? I do like taffeta. Taffeta's good. I like. I do. Yeah. There yeah. are people with brain. Damage I like crinoline shaking too. Shaking their heads right now. Listen to this. Just like, Jesus, this guy's just fucking ridiculous. I know that. Brain I know damage. that. I know that. I know that. 
this is weeding out some people, and that's okay. <laughs> We're getting rid of some listeners right now, and it's all right. <laughs> you don't want to get too big. No, that's when it all falls down. You don't. I mean, I, you do. I, this is the one. That, no, we're not going to talk about it anymore. Tell me about clowns. Clowns. I. I uh, so when I started off in this comedy duo with the Jingle Jangle, uh, six months into what was our, the name of you guys again? Bunta Boys, which is B U N T A, which was a South Australian Aboriginal word for crazy. Oh, no, hey, the crazy boys, hey, man. Good name, right? Did you have big hair? No, no. But I had big glasses because it was oh, 94. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was small at the time. But when you look back, oh, right. yeah, I don't know how huge. I lifted my head. Yeah, <laughs> right. very large. But we had a, there was a band from South Australia called the Clowns of Decadence, which were this punk rock clown Uh-oh. carny band. Great. I love it. And yeah, I'll be fucking. I'm gonna right Google now. the yeah. shit out of that afterwards. Yeah, yeah, they were great. And then one of them saw us six months into us doing our, you know, song parodies, and said, "Do you want to tour with us?" And because we were young, we went, "Yes, yes, this is exactly what we want to do." Yeah. So we go on tour with Who these clowns. Who doesn't want to open up for punk clown band? I know. So then, you know, they'd introduce us and we'd come out and do our great song parodies like, open up your thighs, then you realise you cannot survive everlasting thrush. And somehow... somehow, it did. That just happened. It came out of my Bless face. Your fucking, fucking heart. Hell. God damn it. That was shit. shit. <laughs> oh my god. That's almost like pull your trousers down because I'm blowing you. Yeah. I'm, what? I'm sitting on a cock because I'm gay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. The classics. Yeah. You know what the worst thing is? Is that five years that went after we were finishing up and we were doing our you know last shows yeah. and we were finishing with all these originals. I had way too many people say to me in their human voices, you never did a song better than Everlasting Thrush. And that hurts you in your soul. That hurts you in your soul. Yes, it does. But we'd be, so we'd go and do the gigs with them. We'd be hanging out with them afterwards and that. But anyway, one night uh, after one of the shows. But did, so did you go, did the the crowd like you guys? Somehow the majority of gigs went really well. And there was only a couple that went bad. But the majority of them went well, and only through sheer stupidity that we didn't realize that we shouldn't go well. And then did those guys come out and do original punk rock songs dressed yeah. as clowns? Yeah. And were they pretty, as a punk band, how were they? They were great. They were great. Yeah, yeah. They were really. The clowns they were, of decadence. Yep, yeah, they're okay. exciting. You so know? That's what I like about Australia. They got some fucked up shit here. Really Puta Madre Brothers. Yeah. The Puta Madre Brothers have a surf band called Johnny Johnny and the Johnny Johnnies. Sure they do. <laughs> Fucking goddamn it. <laughs> this is a good country. <laughs> so after one of the gigs, we're, we're in Adelaide and we're near this gay bar called the Mars Bar. So we all go down there for a drink. We're hanging out, having a bit of That's a dance. That's the most unappealing name for a, a really gay bar. Is. Without Mars a doubt. Bar. Yeah. Mars Bar. Really kind of lets you know exactly what's happening. You know, that's what I love about it. Yeah. You can't work. Not, can't as, much as, the, not as much as the San Francisco bar, the White Swallow. Jesus. Shit. The White <laughs> fucking Swallow. And it just had a big... And I used to... There was also, my the, joke there was was also the Jackhammer. This is, there's the Jackhammer and the yeah. end up. There's also the end up. Yeah. I, I used to say about the White Swallow, I go, you know, here's the thing, guys. Gays, you don't have to stereotype yourself. All right, not all gays like birds. <laughs> See what happened in that joke, Steve, is get that it. I, 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 I mislead the audience to think that I'm talking about could swallowing cum. Could you finish? But what I'm saying yeah, is yeah, yeah. that mm-hmm. the stereotype is that gays like yeah. birds, like a swallow. Maybe if you finished every joke by making like a square in the air, like a like a oh or, or a circle. Yeah, oh, I love then, circles. Or a stripe. Like oh yeah, you, <laughs> like, you just make a stripe with your hand. <laughs> oh my god, I could good do stuff. that. Really good what stuff. if I made like a two stripes and yeah. made a plus? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> then just pick up a, a, a gun and shoot yourself in the head. 
That's a hell of a closer. <laughs> don't, don't, don't start the set with that. Okay, so... So, yeah, so we're at this gay bar. We're having a dance and that. And I've never been really hit on by gay men, you know? They, they, well, they... you were having a dance and that, so you were about to be... <laughs> yeah, well, so I get this old guy who decides he's going to have a dance with me, and I'm like, hey, yeah, that's cool. I'm comfortable with Is it. Is he uh, like a, like a mustached... Uh... Uh, no, just old. Okay. Yeah, so his hands. old? Uh, probably lay, uh, early 50s. Early 50s. Mid 50s. But what's his yeah. uniform? What's his, what's his, what's his, uh... It's, uh, pants, like, slacks, you know, with the lines down the, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, shirt tucked in. Tight. with a, Tight, with a t-shirt underneath. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, a haircut that was probably groovy in 84 sure you know so sleeves rolled up Mm -hmm. uh tan shoes you know that kind of thing sure so he comes up and he's dancing he puts his hands on me i'm like hey yeah i'm happy for the attention but no it's all right and then he keeps trying to grab me and then he actually grabs me and pulls me in and tries to plant a kiss on me and as this is about to happen one of the guys from the band whose makeup was teeth underneath his lips and then making a big mouth taps him on the shoulder and this guy turns around in the middle of this disco floor with this kind of uh, David Lynch look, just looks at him, holds up one finger and waves at him and says, you're not interested in the boy. And that guy fucked off. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and at that point I lost my fear. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, that's the that, scariest I thing I've ever seen. I want that clown to follow me around. Oh, I love <laughs> that just clown. Everywhere, everywhere you go, he's just behind you. Anything happens, he just steps up and yeah. no, nope, no, nope, he's not going to pay that amount. He's gonna, he's gonna. You're, all he has to do is every time is you're not interested in the boy. Yeah, that's fucking. That's all he says to anybody. You're not interested in the boy. That so like, you're going to buy a car and, and you're you're discussing how much the car. That is the name of your next show. <laughs> you're not interested. You're not interested in the boy. Yeah, that's amazing. What's that clown band called again? Clowns, clowns of Decadence. Yeah, okay, clowns of okay, Decadence. Okay, so but the, the the other clown experience I've had is uh, about a decade ago uh, was at a party here at the Melbourne Comedy Festival and uh, my mate uh, Mickey D and I decided we'd have some acid to make the party really sure, exciting because sure, 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 as yeah. you do it's just a good call just yeah. as you do mm-hmm. and this guy's come up to us and said be careful you should only have a little bit because this is really oh, strong I did that once yeah you know what we were like we're from Adelaide drug yeah. capital of the southern that's hemisphere a bad, motherfucker. that's a bad I like, that, I, like that the, I like that where you're from made nullify what they said this yeah. is really strong <laughs> I'm from Adelaide I'm from Adelaide <laughs> It doesn't matter. I, what are you I talking about? You only take one tablespoon of cop syrup. Excuse me. Yeah. From Adelaide. I'm going to drink the fucking bottle. I'm going to gargle. And then I'll see you in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> and I did. So, <laughs> so we bought a full one each and we popped it and it just ended up being the strongest shit I've yeah. ever had, Been right? Yeah. Like fl- flinching at shadows. Yeah. We went to the casino and I won $860 at the casino what, playing roulette. Everyone tapping me going, that's yours. And I'm like, oh, all right, everything is good. Acid. It was great. But <sighs> amazing. About 6 a.m. in the morning, we're walking home and we decide to chill out. So we're sitting in the parklands and uh, I see in the distance these two clowns appear. And I'm, like, and I'm watching this act. This is a true story. I'm watching this act, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh, the circus must be in town. Clowns are getting up and doing an early morning rehearsal. That's pretty cool." So I'm sitting there, and Mickey's not saying anything to me. So I'm thinking, "Oh, I'm probably hallucinating. I don't want to. I won't say anything. I don't want him to think I'm more fucked up than him." Yeah. And then after about ten minutes, he leans over and goes, "Can you see those clowns?" <laughs> so we're watching the clowns. They're jumping on each other, rolling around bending over and pushing and it's great, right? And at the end of it, they stand up and we stand up and they're going, 
Oh, that was awesome, guys. Thank you so much. Like, that was just an amazing thing to see. And the clowns start walking over to us. And Mickey and I look at each other and we're like, oh, my God, we're going to meet the clowns. But when they get half the distance from where oh, they right. were to where we were, we realised they weren't two clowns. They were two gay male skinheads who had quite clearly been fucking in the park. <laughs> and they finish, and we've drawn attention to ourselves. They turn around and see these two white boys going, <laughs> and so... Whoa, whoa, they chased whoa, us. Whoa, whoa, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> if that, see, you're not interested in the boy. Oh, that is your show. That is yeah. how, that is, that, that sums up clowns. Oh my yes. God. Because they, they, they look like they're clowns, but they're actually dudes fucking and gangbanging. And, yeah, and then they will fucking beat and you in an inch of your life if you make fun of them. Carl Lewis was the third fastest man that night. <laughs> God, that's amazing! Like they so, how, so they chased you. Yeah, we ended up running into a, a like a place where there was a, a security guard, and the security guards come out, and he's like, "What are you guys doing? You can't come in here!" And we're like crying because we're in. Blah, blah, blah. What do you mean? Yeah, we were scared, and then oh we turned around. God. There's four of them because there must have been two other guys going for gold in the in the grass, and uh, he's called other security, and they've gotten rid of them. We're standing there, kind of jigging, you know, diggy diggy because we're still off our heads. Oh my God, that's amazing! That's such a good story. My worst acid story is that I took uh, acid to see Kim King Crimson, and it didn't work, and I had to listen to King Crimson. <laughs> it was a fucking nightmare. I had to sit at a King Kim Crimson concert and pretend like it was awesome, and it was fucking horrible. I was never getting high. Oh, is that oh, Adrian Lynn Ballou's band? Yeah. 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 Went with Bowie. And, and yeah, yeah, right. And yeah. yet I had seen him with Bowie. Bowie had just toured, and then he was now back in King Crimson. And I enjoyed yeah. him when he was with Bowie because there yeah. were songs. And then, <laughs> and, right? And there was, you know, he did his elephant shit, but then there were songs, and then this was just fucking, literally, just should have been guys taking. They, I'd rather have seen those clowns jerk off than to say, <laughs> They were sober. not jerking off. They were they were fucking each that's other. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But I'm they saying, were clowns. Fu- I mean, they weren't clowns, but they were clowns fucking each other who I were love not that you clowns. Both saw two guys, thought they were clowns, thought they were doing a thing, and then realized they were fucking. That is just amazing. And then the, and then that you were so happy. Yeah. At what they'd done for you. That you applauded. Yeah. You applauded them, and they were Yay. like, "You think that's and funny? F- fucking? You think that's funny? Yeah. Us making love in the park? Well, kind of. We're gonna. And they were skinheads too. Yeah. Like, there's well, so many they levels. Making love? They were fucking. They weren't making love. There was no cuddling. Like, there was no there was no there was not a cuddle situation that's not like baby I love you I want to take you right here because I right, just can't wait right. till we get home that was like hey I don't want you to but come to my place I want to fuck you in the dirt <laughs> but before we do that can we juggle yeah do you want to do some like, cartwheels hey, hey you want to ride you want to ride over to the park on our tiny bike and fuck <laughs> <laughs> do you have any lube no but I've got this confetti <laughs> My flower squirts. It's kind of loopy. <laughs> My flower squirts. My favorite part at the end is when the flower squirted. <laughs> right into the guy's right face. Right into the guy's face. Yeah. He's surprised That's a clown facial. Yeah, it was funny. That's a clown facial. Oh, a clown yeah. facial. Yeah, they squirt right that's in your face. Fucking, that's such a good story. Oh, that's one of the best stories we've ever had on this podcast. <laughs> Nay, the world. <laughs> uh, that's it. And that's how we do- we end it. Yeah.
Uh, go to the... Thank you for being uh, our guest. You were fantastic. Yeah, you were really great. And uh, um, go to the store. We're going to have... Uh, this will go up in a couple weeks. So uh, we'll still we, we still have t-shirts. We'll we have t-shirts for sale at our Walk in the Room, the Shopify page. But you can get there from walkingtheroom.com. Walkingtheroom.com. Yeah. Uh, we still have two two live podcasters. There should be three now. Three live podcasts for sale. Three live podcasts for sale. And also uh, uh, keep writing those iTunes reviews. And uh, and, and also uh, go and write uh, iTunes reviews for Tofop. Yes. And uh, listen uh, to Justin's podcast, which is called... Can you take this photo, please? Can you take this photo, please? Because clearly I, he's hilarious. And I was I was on... Have I been on it at this point? This is you two weeks You have been away. on it, yeah. Um, and uh, and the, we have the 100 coming up. It, when this goes up, it should be next week. Uh, so April... 20th, yep. the 100th episode. It's a live show. It's going to be two hours. Uh, it's going to be Patton Oswalt, Brian Posehn, Karen Kilgariff, Paul, Gil, Gil Martin. Martin. Yeah. Uh, and then on May 2nd... We're not actually on it. We're right? not on it. Yeah, we're not so doing it. It's going to be fucking really <laughs> no, it's good. Just it'll probably be the best thing we've ever done. Me and you are going to be dressed up like clowns fucking in the, in the, <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> the parking lot. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, Can I uh, show you my clown flower? Yeah, that's whatever goes at that point. <laughs> you know, I mean, once your clown's fucking, then it's whatever goes. There's yeah. no rules. <laughs> no, there isn't. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, May second in Seattle uh, at the Chopsticks Club. With, that is a uh, potentially we have a surprise. Potentially we, have we have a surprise, surprise guest. guest. A really good surprise. A really guest. good you surprise won't guest. Expect. Uh, no, you will not expect it because we, when I just heard that might be happening, I did not expect yeah, it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, so, huge guest. Um, and uh, anything else? Glitter done. Glitter done. Glitter done.